Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. We have a request from some of our audience members about a story that we teased in our previous episode. Uh, yeah. When we talked with our youngest daughters and did the who knows your dad best type yep. situation, and which if you haven't knowing, listened to knowing that. Knowing that this request comes from all the tea, I want to just make sure that it's not dirty. It is not. It's it's okay, perfectly good. fine. But if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that right now. We'll wait for you. And we're back. And welcome back. That was really early. This that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, one of that these leaves, times, leaves a lot of room for more. Yeah, we've got at least one more here that we'll drop in. Right. So Perfect. what we're going to talk about today is the story of how I won a house, <laughs> like an actual <laughs> whole entire house that you can live in with your family. Correct. Not like a not like a playhouse for the backyard. Correct. Or a not a doll, doll house for your not, daughter. Like correct. an actual real. Stick and plaster Two, yep. and... 2,000 square foot house, yes. Driveway and yard house. <laughs> yes. Got it. And we'll talk through that here in a minute. But first, before we get into that, I want to do just a mid-season checkup on the NFL. Uh, yeah, make sure Drew's still on track for failing. With Drew's I mean... <laughs> prognostication. His, uh, yeah, his his picks are not going very smoothly. So Well, I mean, he, he's a Colts fan. Yes, which we'll give him. So he, what are you going to do? He's very close. So in the AFC, he had the Patriots in the East. They actually have a losing record. The Bills are winning the East right now. He had the Chiefs in the West, which, let's be honest, that's not really a stretch for picking that one. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> he had the Ravens in the North, which they're two games back behind the Steelers currently. And then yeah, I had... just read something that the Steelers are possibly the worst undefeated team in the history of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the Colts he had in the South, they're only a game back off of the Titans, so that there's still a chance that they could pull that out yet. All right. And All so right. he's he's one for th four in the AFC so far, but again, there's still a lot of season left, so I think three right. of those four could turn around in his favor at some point here. Okay. In the NFC, he's got the Eagles in the East. Uh, actually, no, he picked the Cowboys, but the Eagles are winning the East with a losing record. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, the Cowboys had a lot of injuries, and they've got, who's that doofus they have as a coach that used to coach the Packers? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't remember his name anymore, which is probably good. If uh, any team was going to lead their division with a losing record, though, it was going to be the Eagles. Let's be yeah, yeah, that's true. We we did say the East <laughs> is a horrible, horrible division. Uh, in the West, he has the Seahawks, which they are dominating the West at this point. Okay, sure. Uh, in, in the South, he had the Bucks. They're close. It's the Saints right now. I think the Bucks are maybe a half game back or something like that. All right. And then in the North, he had, of course, the Packers, which they are winning the North. So all so, is right in the world then. All is right in the world. So he's he's close on, out of the eight divisions, he's got three correct and three that have the possibility of being close and turning it around. And All he's right. got the two both, and, and this is actually, I don't know if this is a thing or not, if we should dig into this, but the East, both the AFC and the NFC, there's no chance that there's no chance the Cowboys win the East, and I doubt that there's a chance at this point the Patriots are going to win the East either. So post Super Bowl, we're going to have a have to have Drew back on. Yep, absolutely. To see where it all fell apart, one way or the other. Yep. 
So if you haven't gone back to listen to the NFL preview (laughs) episode, you could actually go back and listen to that right now before we get into this next story. We'll wait for you. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) All right, let's get into the meat of our topic this month. And this is going to be me doing a lot of talking because it's kind of my story. You were there. We were friends at the time that this happened. So you are kind of privy to a lot of the detail, but maybe you don't know all of the story. So I'm trying to think if we were trying to think if we were back in Wisconsin at that point or if we had just gotten back. I think. Yeah. I don't know. There was a time like when we lived in Ohio. It's not like you and I lost our friendship, but we didn't like stay in super close contact with each other. Right. And I think you won the house when we were still in Cincinnati or right when we were moving back. Because I remember coming to the house. Yeah. But I but you had already moved in and you sure. know, I mean it was so I don't think we were here for the actual winning of the house. Well, let's let's set the scene. All right. <laughs> so I've got I've got it broken down and I'm gonna take my time telling the story. At one point I had gotten this down to a, a quick overview in about five minutes because i, I was well, telling that's this the shortest episode in the history of over and movies. over well i had everybody asking me about it and as soon as i heard hey you want a house tell me that story right i sure i had to go through it a million times so now yeah if, if this ever comes up again i can just point to this episode and say yeah i, I tell yeah, the go whole listen thing to on our the podcast. episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> perfect so, it's like a real-life version of We'll Wait For You. Yep, exactly. This all started in the summer of 2001. All right. And Lynn and I had just gotten married the year before, and we had moved into an apartment in Brookfield. We were living in an apartment okay. in Brookfield. Uh, it's a western suburb of Milwaukee. We were living yep. on a golf course, which was a, it was a great apartment. Uh, it was perfect for what we needed it for. At that point, they were doing renovations on the apartment complex, and they had moved us off of our year-to-year lease or annual lease to a month-to-month oh, because really? they were giving people the opportunity to either find some someplace else because after these renovations, the rent was going to be jacked up like 400 oh, sure. bucks a month. So it was sure. going to be like a huge increase, and they were, they were, they were going from medium-end apartments to high-end apartments in that location. So we were actually looking for something. We were looking for a house. We were looking for (laughs) another apartment. We'd actually, and this is the other thing, so we had talked about getting a house at this point, and we talked a little bit about this in our episode where we talked about our financial instability. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that episode. (laughs) Go back and listen to it. We'll wait for you. And we're back. <laughs> Got it. So we had started looking for this house, and we had reached out to a mortgage lender, and I said, here, we're looking into buying a house. Here's my, here's our information. Right. He ran the credit score on me, and he never called us back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, He didn't that, even call you back to be like, no, thanks. No, no, just, oh. no, just like. This was before the term ghosting was a thing, but... Yeah, you got ghosted by your mortgage lender? Exactly, yeah. So he never called us back. So we're looking for different apartments at the time, and we're trying to to figure this out. And in the spring, late spring, early summer, one of the local radio stations, one of the local AM stations, ran a promotion where they were doing a promotion where they were teaming up with a mortgage lender and a home builder to, to give away a house. They call it the American Dream Home Giveaway. Initially, so they were they were giving away chances to become part of this drawing at the different they they had different um, I think they call them 
what are that they they call in the radio term where they do um like remotes remotes yeah they they, they were yep. doing different remotes and what they would do the only reason that lynn and i went we went to this remote because they were giving away free Summerfest tickets which oh sure for those of you who aren't familiar with the milwaukee area they at least until last year had the longest running largest music, music festival in yep. in the world i think it was no, well not only one of the it's the largest yeah i mean there's just there's multiple stages and I mean, headlining hundreds acts and hundreds of acts, like big yeah. headliners, down to yep. local music acts. Yep. And yep. yeah, up until this year with the COVID. last year with I don't even know what year it is anymore. Yeah, this year with <laughs> this the COVID past summer. Yeah. Yes, Ish. summer of 2020. But anyway, yep. We wanted anyway. we wanted the free tickets, so we went out to this remote, thinking this was going to be the end of it. They're capturing all these people coming out to these remotes, so they had probably thousands and thousands of entries. For yep. this dream home giveaway they announced this they did all the remotes through june they started the drawings in july okay so, so basically you go to one of these remotes to to win to get now did you win tickets or you just got tickets no we just got up? every everybody they had like a, a, a you signed up to be included in the actual drawing for the house and, and that got you free tickets when when you place. signed up most of these places had the free Summerfest tickets or a, a number or whatever of, yeah yeah i think they had like 20 to give away and first 20 got Summerfest tickets etc whatever yeah, yeah so yeah. we got the free tickets signed up and when they started drawing the name so they were going to draw them every day or every weekday so monday through friday throughout yep. july and august they were going to be drawing names on like on the air every right. every day on the air they were drawing the... one name yep. per day to be added to the next level i'll call it the semi-finalists so it's like you know you're still talking like what 60 people it went no. it actually went down to less than 40 that. 40 i think it was yeah so because not yeah. the weekends obviously yep. right yeah yep so. so so we went from thousands yeah potential options i'm driving to work the first day that they're doing the drawing so i knew when they were starting the drawings sure and i would listen to it in the morning on my way to work because it was at the exact same time i was you commuting to commute. work yes yeah. so what the heck right so mean... the first day nothing the second day i actually forgot to listen in, in time so I, I missed it the third day i'm driving to work and i hear well today's qualifier is nathan cox of brookfield i'm like freaking out at this point i'm like no way so i called the radio station well actually i called lynn first i told her my name was picked and yeah she of course you know didn't believe me but i'm like right. ah, yeah, yeah so so she's like well call the radio station why are you calling me i didn't know didn't know if i had to call in and claim it or what but they're like yeah right. you win just come and pick up your prize package and we'll, we'll get you set up so at this point i had earned two trips to the brewer game on the night that they were going to actually give the house away. So now you're going from like thousands of people down to 40, some people down to 40 and those 40 people win all automatically win tickets to the brewer game. Correct. Each, each, person each qualifier won yep. two tickets to the game that they were going to give the house away at and at that brewer game they're basically drawing the one person that well wins the house. kind of i'll explain that essentially so yeah slow it down yeah. all right jeez <laughs> so um I'm all, I'm all a twitter what 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 the what the plan was was at the end of the summer the day that they're going to give the house away all the people met at the house. So all the qualifiers met oh. at the house during the afternoon prior and to the game. And then you had like a battle royale and then whoever emerged. Sort of. So <laughs> the, their plan there was to get it down to three finalists at that point. Oh, so 40 X, 40 what? 40 40 we'll call it 40. I I think 40 it was 30, people meet at the house or whatever. Yeah, three and they people, do another drawing? Sort of. I'll get to that, but they they oh they, they narrow it down to 3. <laughs> 
How do they narrow it down to three? That's what I mean. Well, let me get there. So I just want to tell okay. you, I want to explain something. I want to set the scene first. All right, so I'm ready. That day, th- those three finalists were upgraded from just the brewer tickets to a ride to the stadium in a limo at dinner at Friday's before the actual final giveaway for the house. Okay. Knowing that, I woke up that day of the drawing, or that day of the house giveaway. Uh, let me the just, day where they're narrowing it down to three. Down to three, yeah. So let me tell you, the, the, the remaining 40 days or the, the remaining two months <laughs> uh, throughout the rest of July and August was like sitting on pins and needles this entire time. I'm, you know, like <laughs> chomping at the bit, wanting to get this, you know, done with. So the day of, I woke up and for some reason, you, you know how you get a feeling, and I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but uh, this is a total God thing for me. I got this feeling, I, I just knew I was going to win the house. Lynn didn't believe me. <laughs> she, she didn't believe me at all. I had no doubt that day at all, whatsoever. No doubt. Okay. In fact, I'd even planned out what I was going to do once I won the house on the on the. But field. you're not. But you're not even going to win the house yet. You're just going to become one of the three finalists. Correct. Okay. I, I but didn't you're know. already convinced you're going to win. I'm convinced at this point I'm going to win. Yep. Okay. In fact, I was so convinced that I didn't want our car to be left at Miller Park, so I actually had some friends drive us over to the house that day because I knew I was going to get a limo ride to the to the stadium. So you so the 40 potential people met at the house the day of the baseball game. Correct. And then they picked the three that go from the house in the limo directly to the game. Yep. Got and I'll, I'll explain how that worked here now, too. Uh, okay. But my, my so friends... So you get a ride to the house because you're like, I don't want to leave my car here. I'm getting a limo right. ride because exactly. I'm winning this house. Exactly. You know, guys, this is all just a formality. You know, nobody <laughs> needs to show well, up. That's... I've already won the house. <laughs> that's what my friends were doing. So we were there, and they were being kind of uh, a little dickish at the thing. We're like... Not our friends. I can't imagine. <laughs> jokingly, <laughs> you, you, well, it was my friends Brian and Aaron. And they were like yelling at people, kind of get off his grass, <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So at the house, how they got it down to three was they put us in the order that our names were drawn on the radio. So yep. I, they, yep. the big line starting at the front door of the house, all the way out and down the city sidewalk. So we had yep. forty so people in line, forty people in order of getting yep. picked. And then they brought out a basket of keys. Okay. So they had, and you a, guys proceeded to have like a 1970s swinger party. <laughs> no, no. Okay, good. No, I was a little worried of where this was going. So, so <laughs> each of us, each of us picked a key out of the basket, and there were going to be three keys that opened the door. Okay, so out of three keys out of the forty, three keys out of the forty at the house. So that's how they're getting it down to the final, the three finalists. Got it. So. We all pick our keys out of the basket as it's going down yep. the line. I was third to pick my key out uh, yep. because I was the third name drawn. The first person goes up, key doesn't open, kind of looks dejected. And the guy at the radio station is, of course, doing play-by-play on this. Right. Uh, right. His name was John Belmont. He was one of the, the DJs at the time. Or, uh, Got it. Maybe not DJ, but radio personalities, we'll call yeah. it. DJ. And then the second person goes up. There's, of course, doesn't open it either. Uh, I go right. up. My key opens it. I'm the first one to open it. I nice. turn around and I've got my hands in the air. My friends are going ape shit. Lynn is like <laughs> not still not believing it at this point. Lynn is she's for those of you who don't know my wife, she's very steady, 
you know, yes. not, she doesn't get very excited. Not real emotional. Uh, yep. Not real. Yeah. It, it the takes, opposite it, of you. Yes. <laughs> she, she, well, I put it, she compliments me. So, yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. so anyway, so at this point, we're now upgraded to the limo ride and the dinner at Friday's. Yeah. On the way there, or actually while we're waiting for the limo, I'm calling family. Lynn's calling family. So we're letting people know what's going on. Lynn, You're Lynn's, one of three finalists for this house. You're right, getting a limo ride to the right. game. Yeah. Lynn's family is like, should we come to the game? Should we come to the game? And Lynn's like, no, we're not going to win. This is, you know, There's no way. Don't, yeah. don't, <laughs> don't come to the game. Um, so I told you know my aunts and uncles about this and my family about this. So now we're in the limo on the way to the game. Then we got interviewed live on the air with WT, well, I guess I've said it now, WTMJ is the radio station, yeah. 6, 620 yep. AM. So we were on with uh, Jonathan Green, who ran, he was the radio personality at the time that was doing the afternoon show. So, so did you each get a limo or did you share a limo? No, we shared a limo. People? So it's all three couples at couples. this point in the limo. And what's crazy is, so my key was the first to open the door. Yeah. The third key to open the door was second to last in line. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So, That's so crazy. So this could not have gone any better for the radio promotion, having yeah, that kind perfect. of a buildup right. and, and whatnot. And so, so did you tell the other couples, like, hey, ho, enjoy the limo ride. You're not going home with a house. <laughs> yeah. So so we're on we're on the radio and what was gonna they told us what was gonna happen at the stadium. Uh, we were going to eat dinner at Friday's, and then they were going to have three doors, like framed doors on the field. Two of them were going to be screwed shut, and one of them uh -huh. would open, uh, allowing somebody to walk through it. Right. Well, we were on the air with Jonathan Green, and he asked a question, something about you know, walking through the door. And I said, well, Jonathan, I'm a pretty big guy, so my door is going to be open one way or the other. I'm going through that door. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that got so you know, chuckles from everybody. So just to be clear, too, for people that don't know, the TGI Fridays where you had dinner is it's in the stadium. Correct. It's right on right? the field. So it's, it's overlooks the field. Yeah, it's it's in yeah. the left field uh, bleacher section. Yep. Yeah, it's right on the field. So it's Friday's front, awesome. front row grill. Right in, front, yep. So we were yep. on the field, right next to the field. Right next dinner. to the field, having dinner. Yep. Trash talk on the other the other people no 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 <laughs> I know, I'm so just kidding. Here's, here's the other thing so as we were going through this and this is this is something that we found out later and this is why this is one of those other pieces that makes this kind of a god thing in my mind was lynn and i were the only couple in the final three that didn't own a home we were the only really the only couple that were in the apartment now i don't know if the others would have taken it and lived in the house or if they would have taken the cash payout so it was either this this home that was valued right. at, you know, I think it was two hundred thirty-five thousand yep. dollars or fifty thousand cash. So you had, you made a choice. If 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 your door opens, you can either take the house, correct, or take a cash payout of fifty thousand. Correct. And the house was Got already it. built. The house was pre-built. It was a a, a model home for the the Turn home key, builder. Ready to move in. Ready to move in, and it was and it was a model home for the builder. So it had all the upgrades, all the nice, you know, yeah. the, the specialty yeah, yeah. fittings, and you know the 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 bells and whistles that you see in a model home. So right, it was pretty solid. It was it yeah. was a nice yeah. home. Like I said, it was two thousand square feet. It was two story with a full basement yep. um, that didn't leak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so at this point we're sitting at dinner and again because I was the first one to open the door at the house with my key right. I got you were to the pick the first of 3. 
yeah, I got to pick which door on the field I oh. wanted to try to walk through first. So I'm thinking, okay, again, this is a God thing. I went with door number three. I said I picked it specifically because of the Trinity. But also, right. again, I'm kind of my life is leading me in threes at this point. So, okay, I definitely felt the hand of God in this one for sure. So then we we finished up dinner. They took us down into center field at Miller Park, where they yep. had the doors on the field. They brought the doors out. They had a couple. So is this before the game? After the game? Right seventh be- inning stretch? Right before the game. So there's right before the game. Okay. Thirty thousand people in the stands. We're yeah. out there on the field, and it was just the three of us. All of our spouses had to stay off to the side. Oh really? Uh, okay. It was just the three actually people that qualified for it. They qualified, right? So it was me, another guy, and then I think the the a woman. Uh, uh, the third was a woman. So the three of us down on the field. WTMJ did a little speech. The uh, sure. house builder did a speech. The mortgage lender did a little bit of a speech. And then at this point, I'd already knew, known what I was going to do when I walked through. I said, okay, well, when I do this, I'm going to do the Sammy Sosa. I'm going to cross myself and kiss my finger and point <laughs> up. And that, that's what I did. And I, I had prayed earlier in that morning that, you know, hey, whatever happens, I, I you know, help me to do whatever actions come of this to your glory. And sure. that was the start of it. <laughs> so, so did you all three like walk, try to walk through at the same time or did yes. they do like one? At yeah, a time? no, no. So, so we were on the field and the direction was they're going to count to three and then we have to try to walk through. <laughs> and then no matter what, you're kicking the damn door open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we're down there. And they do one, two, three. We try to open it. Mine opens. I walk through, walk around. One of the interns gives me a thing of roses, and I do the right. Sammy Sosa thing, and I'm freaking out at this point. And, uh, <laughs> then just want a house. I just want a house. <laughs> so we're walking off, and Lynn is running onto the field at this point. Yeah. And, and so she comes, jumps on me, and we're I'm walking off. We're walking off together uh, on a right field. And then as we're walking off, I look up in the stands and my aunts and uncles and cousin were in the stadium. They had come and bought the Euchre seats, the the dollar. Oh, yeah. Those of you who aren't familiar, the Brewers have a, a section where it's like um, the, the visibility is limited. They call it the Euchre seats after one of the greatest baseball announcers of all time, Bob Euchre, yep. who we'd love to have on the show. <laughs> we, yeah, Absolutely. So if anybody knows Bob Maybe Uecker, he remembers this day. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> knows Bob Euchre and can get us an in uh, with him on the show, that would be awesome. But anyway, they bought these dollar tickets, so they were in the stadium when this happened. And I see them up there. They're freaking out. They're just you know jumping up and down and screaming, and I'm pointing at them, and I, I'm I'm pretty emotional. So at this point, I'm probably crying and you know tearing up. Yeah. Uh, so we're walking off and a guy sticks a microphone in my face uh, or a phone <laughs> up to my head. It says, here, go on the air. Uh, this, Did this you guy, think this far ahead or was the Sammy no, Sosa thing the last that, as far ahead as you thought? That was as far ahead as I thought. <laughs> so, so we're interviewed with him and he's like, how do you feel right now at this moment? And uh, my comment was, I feel very blessed. Yeah. Uh, and, he, you know, he's like, yeah, it's got to be a hell of a feeling to to win this type of thing. I'm like, yes, this is definitely a blessing and unexpected. And uh, I definitely uh, that that was the word I kept coming back to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because in, in my mind, luck had nothing to do with this. Sure. I'm not saying God handed me a house, but I could definitely see. God handed his, you a house. His hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right. So at that point, I had an interview then, and then later that night, we went on, uh, I don't know if you know who Bill Michaels is. He's on a different radio station now, mm -hmm. uh, but he was a sports guy, and he would do, for, uh, after the game, he would do uh, a, his show from the Fridays. So we went back there, did the interviews with him, and then... We got a ride back to our friend's house who had our car from one of the hmm. interns uh, at TMJ. After we won the house on the field, we had to go up and sign a bunch of paperwork. Uh, at one point, I ended up, because I was so worked up and adrenaline and stress, I ended up getting sick. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I've got a pretty nervous stomach to begin with. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to end up running into the bathroom and got sick to my stomach. And then vomiting after, of joy, yeah. vomiting joy all over the place. <laughs> after we signed the paperwork, we went and sat with everybody else. So they had all of us that were uh, the, the 40 or the people that got tickets to the game in the same section. Hmm. So I had to go back. Oh, so then you got to go back and look at all these losers <laughs> and watch the game with them. Yeah. So we got all these people glaring us down. <laughs> they weren't nice about it, huh? They well, were pretty no, pissed. most of them were. Most of them were, but All you right, could tell that good. people... Uh, that a little disappointing. There was, there's some disappointment you know, there, and I one can see it, one, of, one in three chance to win a house is pretty good. Right. So, right? again, we went from thousands down to three, down to one, and, yeah, it was pretty pretty significant. It was hilarious, and it was funny, because Lynn, Lynn had told her parents, no, don't come to the game, you know, we're not going to win. Right. Even though I was positive in that morning i was positive i was gonna win uh you know, combine that with you know the fact that our apartment was being renovated yeah. and rent was being jacked up and they had moved us to a month a month to the mortgage lender that didn't yeah. call us back to lynn and i being the only couple that didn't have a home in there yeah. didn't, didn't have a house include all the signs together and that's where i like i said i feel the the hand of god was strong in this one for sure that's awesome we had a couple months before we could move into the house uh, right. because we had to go through like a bunch of paperwork and closing and whatnot. We actually had to find a mortgage lender who would work with us because we had to take out a loan to pay for the taxes on winning the house. Right. So, so you, had to, you had to pay that up front? Yeah. So what, what happened was that year, because that winning, the, the, the winning dollar amount went on our income for the year. So it took us, jacked sure. us up in the tax bracket. So right. we had to pay... That amount, we ended up owing like 70 grand in, in taxes. Right. So between that and this was the point where I was able to get my finances back on track. So I, I took out some extra to uh, pay off some old credit cards and High whatnot. Interest and kind and of yeah. roll that yep. all into one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. To, to get things back on track. We needed a, a home loan. And so basically, I, did you like just do what? And this might be too technical and bore people, but it was like a, you remortgaged the house essentially is that what you did or you took out like an equity loan i think it ended up being a mortgage yeah yeah but we based yeah. on but it was for like you know way less than the 250 oh yeah yeah it was but it it was, you it took was... you took out a mortgage essentially yeah you you built the equity for a mortgage to pay the taxes and some other high correct i i think high high debt and i, I think we ended up it was less than 100 grand that we took out i think it was probably sure. right around 85 or so or something yeah. like that yeah, uh, was the total. When I went to apply, I applied with. I I grew up in a small town in central Wisconsin, and mm -hmm. I I wanted to maybe work with the bank up there to get the home loan. Mm -hmm. And I actually reached out to my dad's bank, and 
they said no. Well, yeah, because well, just here, like the guy who why. didn't call you back, your credit wasn't any better. So it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the credit necessarily. That was only part of it. The the the, the big because the loan to value on the house was so high. Uh, sure. the, the the concern that they had at the time was I was a consultant with IT. They didn't have a lot of exposure to that up there as far as a career. So they they, sure. they thought that meant temp, and that wasn't something that they uh. were willing to take a risk on. Whereas I ended up going to the home mortgage firm that sponsored it then, uh, mm-hmm. went, went into them. And uh, in fact, this is kind of funny because the guy that sponsored it, as we're walking off the field, he hands me his card. He says, gruff, cigarette, gravelly yeah. voice, like, you're going to need a loan to pay for those taxes. Give me a call, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so so we ended up calling him. They hooked us up. They understood, you know, being in the Milwaukee sure. area, they knew what an IT consultant was, and they weren't afraid to deal with me. Yeah, so we got the loan. So this was uh, in August. Then we closed in October of that year and moved in pretty much right away. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, Pretty, pretty epic amazing. story, yeah. It was one yeah. of one of my best and favorite stories to tell. We ended up living so, there for just over two years. So, what, wasn't there some stipulations though that you you had to live there for a certain amount of time before you sold it? Right. So that wasn't um, that, that wasn't kind of stuff. That wasn't a contest stipulation. That was due to taxes. So, if we would have sold that home prior to like living there for two years. We would have had. Oh, you would have had to pay another a lot of capital gains on that. Yeah, yes, yeah. correct. But if we were living there, it, it only counted that one time. Right. Got it. So, so that wasn't like a contest stipulation. That was sort of that was a U.S. government your own stipulation I, I, essentially well, to try to not have to pay out massive amounts of tax. Money. And that again, it was an IRS stipulation. And again, we were yeah. we were just married. We had no kids at the time, right. and we this didn't have house. a house. We just had this, you know, literally land in our laps yeah <laughs> so so we of course we were gonna live there no it's like a no-brainer well, yeah. because we had to move anyway because our apartment rent was apartment jacking was, up. you were gonna lose your apartment anyway so right. so the the beauty of this is that our principal and interest at this place was like three hundred dollars less than what our apartment was gonna jacked up right. be jacked right. up to be <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was it was really a no no brainer at that point. We lived there. So I remember the house. It was a beautiful house. Yeah, it was um, three bedrooms. It's like uh, kind of like a salt box, New England salt box style house. Yeah, right? two, two two story, two story, two and a half baths. In fact, the um, it feels like the master bedroom and master bathroom is bigger than our current house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, it was big. It was really big. I mean, the walk-in closet was probably bigger than our bedroom is currently, Yeah, yeah. which I'll tell um, the story of why we moved out of that house here towards the yeah, end. Yeah, that was, was going to be my next question, but I remember coming over there to watch um, Packer games. This is yeah. back when your wife was, I mean, we were all sort of Packer fans, but your wife was very Rabbit. much a Packer fan, yeah, right? She still is. So every game we went over to your place <laughs> to watch. Yeah. You know, and like the big you know, uh, I don't know if it's an island or a peninsula in the kitchen. Yeah, it was an island. Yeah, We're like you know, set all the food up there and yep, kitchen den- dining table area, nice open concept. Yeah, yeah, it was um, really open office, the whole yeah, nine so, yards, so, so on, everything. Yeah, on the first floor, uh, when you walked in the front door, to the right was a den, to the left was a formal dining room. I right. used the den as my office. Yep. Uh, and we never used the formal dining room ever yeah, for, for of, anything. It was right. we had extra couches in there and overflow furniture. Right. 
Right. Uh, and then as you walk through the hallway co- to continue, there's a, a powder room on the first floor. And then yep. open concept, family room, kitchen, and dining area. So it was all kind of half of the house was uh, the family room, kitchen area, which we didn't use that kitchen all that much. Again, Lynn and I were, you know, dual income, no kids at that point. Right. So we ate out a lot. So we ate out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we would have that kitchen now. It right. would be real yeah. nice to have. Yeah. And it was on a decent sized lot. It wasn't a huge lot, if I remember right. It was like. But you had a little bit of a backyard and. It was close to half an acre, I think. Yeah. It, it was like, yeah, something like that. We had a, and the backyard kind of eased into a retention pond. So it was really, yeah. really nice. And uh, it wasn't on, it wasn't on a like cul-de-sac type street, but it. No. It was on a fairly busy street, but it wasn't like you it know, wasn't it wasn't constant terrible. traffic. Well, it kind of was. And it was, was a boulevard, right? It, no, no, it was actually on Ninety First Street, which was a pretty major thoroughfare, yeah. which was one of the reasons why we moved. Okay, so um, you, there was like traffic noise and all the time. Yeah, all the time. In okay. fact, okay, uh, at night we would be laying in bed, and uh, the 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 master bedroom was uh, street facing. The windows were great. I mean, we didn't hear a lot of it, so it, it wasn't like sure. it was a, a big deal, but. We couldn't go sit out on our front porch like we do now. Sure. Um, and we didn't have a deck built in the back. We didn't think to. Right. Obviously, we weren't really doing a whole lot of entertaining either. So we were Except out for Packers about. games. Right, right. So <laughs> there, there was this one. So we would be in, in bed uh, it was like 1130 or so at night. And there was this one car that drove past at the same time every, every night. Day. And it had the bass going. You could hear you could hear the stereo uh-huh. on this car, boom, 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 right? As it drove by, and you could almost yeah. set your watch to it. It was that regular. Eleven <laughs> fifteen. But yeah, yep. So that's crazy. Yeah. So we moved in. The only thing we had to do really was uh, hang window treatments, and I think we put a screen door on. Our friends, uh, I think you know John. John's one of my gaming buddies, John Miro, yep. and his wife Elsa. They helped us. Yep. Elsa was teaching with Lynn at that time, so they helped us set up, you know, furniture and network. And John helped me hang windows, treatments like blinds and the, the front right. screen door and uh, something in the basement. We did. We put up a box rack for keeping boxes up off the floor. Sure. We ended up having a huge housewarming party, so we we invited everybody, friends, family, yeah. all the radio people at TMJ. Uh, in fact, most of them showed up, so it was actually really cool. We ended yeah, up... see, I, I'm I'm 90% sure we were still in Cincinnati at that point because we would have come to that. I don't remember that housewarming party. Yeah, that was that would have been, uh, I think, that fall yet. I, I think mm-hmm. we had, uh, but yeah, it was it was huge. We had a we had we probably had 150 people show up or wow, something like that awesome. throughout the day. I actually have uh, we had a banner, so they actually had a banner out in front of the house. Uh, it said win this house. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that that I still have. It's rolled up. It's stored in the other room. But we hung it up in the basement at that house. So when people would come sure. over, we'd have them sign the banner. Oh yeah, which that was you know kind of our guest book kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. The other thing I still have is the door I walked through on the field. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's they were just awesome. they were the the blue construction doors that you know you find typically anywhere. And sure, I asked them. Uh, they, they weren't expecting my question. I said, "Hey, can I get that door? Can you can can I still get that door?" Sure. And they're like, "Yeah, I don't uh, care." So uh, so they left the whole door and the frame in the in the garage for me, and so I kept it. And right now it's in my garage, hanging up in the rafters. That's uh, awesome. Of the the house we're currently in. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was uh, pretty 
pretty intense. This is a pretty amazing deal, man. Yeah. So why did you end up moving? And so, what, and and what's the what was the next chapter? Well, the catalyst for us moving was Lynn getting pregnant. So we started once she got pregnant with Natalie. That would have been in two thousand three. We decided that we didn't want to live on that busy street with a toddler. Yeah. And we also got tired of paying the taxes in the city of Milwaukee. So yeah. we were we were at. I think, like I said, we had our principal and interest payment, which was pretty low, but taxes was probably three-fifths of that payment so the actual taxes oh. were more than what we were paying for the house right <laughs> so yeah we decided at the time yeah we'll, we'll live here uh we, we lived there for just over two years almost three yep. years yeah uh, and then we moved right before natalie was born we we found the house we're in now in menominee falls and uh yep. moved in here yeah, we had a great realtor that helped us sell it. We got almost exactly what they thought it was worth uh, when, nice. when we won it. What we did with the income or the earnings, because obviously when we sold it, we had a, a lot more money out of it than we put in it. Well, right. Um, so what we did then is we used that to put 20% down on this house so we didn't mm -hmm. have to do PMI. PMI. Yep. And then we used that to replace Lynn's income because what we wanted to do what our goal was, to, you know, was to get her to be able to stay home with our children. Yep. At least for the first few years until they're able to get sure. back into school. At which point we were going to talk about her going back, but uh, because she's a teacher in a Lutheran school system, it didn't make sense to pay for daycare and have her try to teach. Yeah. All her um, money's going to go towards your daycare. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And right. it got that yeah. way with with two for sure, but with one it wasn't yeah. quite as bad, but. Close enough, and again, yeah. we, were, we were blessed to have the opportunity, have the opportunity yep. with the extra money that we got out of the house to replace her salary for you know several years or enough to live off of it and make make it meet with mine. And uh, again, I was blessed to continue in my career progression yep. and regularly get uh, promotions and increases and and whatnot throughout my career. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty pretty epic story, and I love telling it, remembering it now. Uh, but again, at that point, over the years, uh, it, sometimes I'll get asked to tell it. I got tired of telling it for a while, but it was fun to. <laughs> it's been a while since I told it, so it's it fun to remember through this. Well, it's you, just it's just cool that like you know you had that feeling, right? That feeling that it's a done deal, right? Yep. And I've I've never won a house yet, anyway. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes you just wake up and you you get that feeling, like. And you know, you know something. I mean, it's not yep. necessarily that it's about a house, but uh, you know, again, you, you just have that confidence on on something that's going to yeah. happen one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. it's not really like a premonition or anything, but you just have like this gut feeling, right? This right. Sort of yep. like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and yep. uh, I think I mentioned that we did a bunch of interviews. So we did we did a bunch of interviews that day. But the guys that both were at the house giveaway and at the at the remote where we went to get the free Summerfest tickets asked me to be on their show. So I went in. Oh, really? I actually went like into at, the, like after you won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went into the studio twice: once in the evening for Mark Reardon's show, and once in the morning for John Belmont's show. So that was yeah. that was a lot of fun. I actually That's have fun. all that audio, all the interviews and all of that those show uh, audio. Cool. I converted it to MP3 years ago, but yeah, I still have it on cassette and MP3. But I've got the video of it too. Oh, do you? So yeah, I've got that on video cassette that I want to get converted to digital at some point. Sure. So 
I've got some friends that do that from that Lynn teaches with that uh, convert Pull VCR, VHS yeah, VHS player. to yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's my story, man. That's the win. That's the you won a house story. That, my friends, is how I won the house. That's so if, pretty great, man. Yeah. If anybody has any questions or comments, you know, please uh, hit us up on our social medias. We're yeah. available. Uh, we've got all the social medias on our website, twobeardsplease.com. Yep. yep. We are in Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. And... And the TikTok. Tickety tock. Still on TikTok. Or you could also hit us up via email. Twobeardsplease. Uh, at gmail.com. Yep, and you can get, again, that that is also linked on our website. Twobeardsplease.com. And we also have a... You think I'd phone remember number? This, you think I'd remember this number by now. I don't remember it, but I, cause that's why i got to pull the crane out of my nose every time. <laughs> yes, we also have a voicemail number where you can All either right. text us or leave us a voicemail. That number is 262-345-7076. Uh, give me, give me, give me one more time. Two six two three four five seven zero seven six. So call us, leave us a message, send us a text. Be funny. Don't mm. be rude like our friend Josh. <laughs> 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 yeah, we've gotten some key uh, key feedback texts from him recently, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah, very apropos. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you, everybody. We appreciate all of our listeners, and we appreciate when people share and uh, yep. provide us feedback. We, we love that. kind of makes doing what we do worth it even more to yeah. us. Again, we we always said when we started this show that we were going to do it as long as we're still having fun, and we're yep. still having fun. So Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> what else do a couple of old weirdos have to do but talk to each other? <laughs> Let us know if you want anything. Yes. What's um, the? What's we'd the, love to hear your winning stories. Yeah, that's a great idea. What What was the coolest or craziest or best thing you've ever won? Or Or the only thing, maybe. Or you yeah, know, because not all of thing. us win stuff, Nate. Like uh, houses. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, that's all I got, man. All right, me too. Well, thank you, everybody. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Social distance. All that stuff. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> all right, thanks, everybody. Later. Talk to you Bye. next time. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.